Hello, hello, hello. Great day, everyone. So I have a question for you. Can you bring your full authentic self to work every single day? And can you show up in life as 100% you every single day? Before you answer that question, hold on to the response for just a moment. You can share it with us during the show as we go into this episode of the Coffee with Rhonda show. Let's learn to lead above the grind. Welcome to another episode of the Coffee with Rhonda show. We are excited that you're here with us because this is your cup full of inspiration, revelation, and wit for today's savvy leader. So on today's show, we're going to be talking about authentic leadership. And this is episode 71 of the Coffee with Rhonda show. So we are moving it along. So before we get started and do our introductions, just a couple of quick housekeeping tips for you. First of all, Stop right now, whatever you're doing, whether you're watching live or on the replay, like and share the video, like and share this video wherever you are watching. There is gonna be something in this conversation that someone else needs to hear and you can be the person that gives them that gift. Number two, comment, comment, comment. Don't forget to comment because we read your comments on air and they power our conversation. We love to hear from you and as you're commenting, don't forget to tell us where you what's in your cup. And if you're on LinkedIn, please type in your initials or your name at the end, because for some reason it comes across sometimes as LinkedIn user, which is just a little odd. I don't want to call you LinkedIn user. I want to know who you are. So be sure if you're on LinkedIn that you are sharing with us who you are as well. And don't forget to tell us what's in your cup and where you're watching from. So with that said, we will do our introductions. My name is Rhonda Y. Williams, and I'm your host for the show. I am known as an RSL or a recovering stressed out leader. Today, I help servant leaders to expand their skill sets so that they can reduce toxic stress and have bigger and better results without sacrificing faith, health, or family. So I'm the founder of Leadership Above the Grind Coaching and Mentoring Academy. And if you want to know any more about that, you can go to EliteLeaders.net, EliteLeaders.net. So that's me. And for my cup today, I went old school. So this is the original Coffee with Rhonda logo. Can you see that? And I have um, mocha, <clears throat> excuse me, I have mocha coffee in my cup. So that's me. And let's get to our co-host. And hopefully, Murray will be joining us. But right now, we've got the amazing, fabulous Roz with us. Good morning, Roz. Sing your cup. 
Good morning, good morning, good morning. I don't have a cup. I have I have pomegranate juice, pomegranate uh, passion white tea. So nice. so that's that's what I have. Anyway, anyway, if y'all don't know me, I don't know why. But anyway, I'm Wise Jones, the CEO and owner of Jacksonville's Best Caregivers. Where we help expand the life of your loved one. Why do I do it? I do it to help the caregiver to reduce that SOS on their journey, which is being stressed, overwhelmed, and providing safety and security. When you can't do it all, give us a call. And yes, I'm at work for four or five weeks. I was home, but now I'm back at work. <laughs> it's it's okay, Roz. We were so proud of you. You did amazing at the start of the season. You were home every single week. So, you know, hey, life happens and you have an important job and, and you're taking care of the people that need you. So thank you for doing what you do. And thank you for still being here. So um, I'm excited to welcome our guest today, Christina. Welcome to the Coffee with Rhonda show. Tell us a little bit about you and then tell us what you have in your cup. Perfect. Thank you for having me here, guys. I'm so excited to be here. My name is Christina Holly. I am currently in corporate. I've been corporate for 20 plus years in senior HR leadership roles. But I think what's really important, and this is more of my purposeful work, is during COVID, I wrote a book. And this book is called The Authentic You, Unleash Your Leadership Potential. And it's really about getting leaders to own their stories in their entirety so they can actually evolve and expand into this hidden potential um, that they have, right? And it's really exciting because you, as people start going on this journey, they will discover that you've been hiding things for a very long time for fear of what it might look like. But I'm here to tell you that that's where your superpowers lie and that's where you identify where your triggers are. And if we can release that stuff, you're going to fly because it's like limitless potential right there. So I'll pause there. And what is in my cup? I am Canadian. And we are a hockey family. So we got our hockey sticks. We're ready to go. And the Tim Hortons uh, donut. <laughs> For those that know, Timmy's is a big deal in Canada. It's like my fave. And we have coffee in the cup because I drink it all the time. So yes, so I'm here to share and let's have a little bit of a coffee chat today. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining at the coffee table. You brought the donuts. I love it. <laughs> even, if, even if it's just a picture on the cup, we still yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here. Uh, Christina and I connected on Clubhouse. So it's such an amazing world where you can meet in these different spaces and then just connect with people that you resonate with. And so thank you um, for being here, Christina. So we've got some folks out there watching. Let's see who's out there this morning. Regina's out there. Good morning, sis. She is in New Jersey and she has yummy coffee in her cup. Thank you so much for being here and sharing. Sai Husby. Sai Husby's a dear friend from uh, some time ago. Hi, Sai Husby. Great to see you. She says, hey, Lady Rhonda, great to be on your 71st episode. Yes, it is. Thank you. I'm so excited about that. Mom's out here. Mom says, good morning. All glad to be here for another insightful show. I'm here with strawberry kiwi juice and my coffee with Rhonda cup. She's very clear. <laughs> It's in her coffee with Rhonda cup. So thank you so much, mom. That's great. Oh, and Sahusby says what's in her cup is progress. Ooh, that sounds good. Sounds like something that we can build on. Um, there's someone else on Facebook. I don't know why these are coming across. Oh, I know why. You've got to actually authorize StreamYard 
to show your name. So if you haven't done that, that's why it shows up as Facebook user who said, good morning, ladies. I have no idea who that is, but they'll tell us shortly. And um, uh, mom said, Roz, it was great seeing you from home, but thank God for work, right? <laughs> yes. And um, Victoria's out there. I am faithful to my Starbucks Italian roast. And Victoria, <laughs> I am sure they are grateful for you, dear. <laughs> They are grateful for you being faithful to that. And um, let's see. And my cup says, be the sunshine. I love it. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for commenting. Don't forget to like and share the video. Let's dive into our conversation because I'm really wanting to understand. Uh, I want to share with everyone a little bit about authenticity and how it shows up in our lives. But I think I want to start with um, what does it mean to be authentic? So whether that's in life or in leadership, let's just do a quick round robin on this and share what it means to be authentic. Roz, let me start with you. Uh, what does it mean to you to be authentic in life and leadership? I think to be authentic is to be, is to be transparent with the people around you so that they can connect. And if we're wearing a mask and always saying everything is good and wonderful and rosy, then I can't connect with you. I know, you know, you know, that's, you know, it, it used to be like that when we, we never brought anything to the office, mm -hmm. but now in order for us to be more productive and, you know, and to understand that someone may be on the same road as I am, that's the part of, of being authentic is really being transparent and, and letting down your hair and say, Hey, I have the same problem you have. Let me tell you how I got through it. So that's, mm -hmm. that's authentic for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Roz. Yeah, it's I love when you talked about then I can't connect with you. Right. And and I think authentic leadership um, has a lot to do with that connection. So like why even be authentic? Right. So, Christina, talk to us. You you've written yeah. a book about authentic leadership and tell yeah. us about how you define um, being an authentic leader. Yeah, I, I'm just going to say one thing around the connection piece. It's very simple. If you cannot connect with yourself, you cannot connect with another person in a genuine or transparent way because you're shielding, no pun intended, you're hiding things. So it's very fragmented and you might be doing it for that external piece, right? For what you think other people are going to value. So authenticity for me is being in alignment to your personal truth, being in alignment to um, your highest self to a place of love, compassion, and empathy. And when you are living in that space, that, that is extremely powerful because you no longer you're no longer concerned about what other people are thinking around you because you're in alignment. So that example that Roz used, it's easy to connect because it just is, right? You are speaking your truth. You're showing up in a place from, from a, a truthful place and genuine place. So mm. I'll pause there. Uh, Rhonda, I want to say something else. She said, uh, uh, Christina said something really important. When you get to the point to where you don't care about what others think, that's when you are authentic. Yes. When you don't, when you don't give a flip, then, you know, it's easy for you to connect. Mm -hmm. But when you're worried about what others think about you and you act accordingly, then, then that's when we have a, a situation. I just want I just want to chime into that. 
Yeah, no, that's good. I, I um, uh, Christina, were you going to respond to that? Yeah, and I would say it's not it's not intentional. There's a lot of conditioning that happens from when we're little, um, when we show up in this world, right? And we, you know, this, and we could talk about labels and all that stuff. We'll probably get there, but this is what success is. This is what's not. This is what we say in these situations. This we don't say this in this situation. So whether or not it's right or wrong. The conditioning has really been around not listening to ourselves, <laughs> listening to what we're supposed to be doing rather than what we're like listening to ourselves, what we should actually be doing. Right. So that's that's the piece that I just wanted to land on. Yeah, it, it's such an important thing. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of buzz right now around authentic leadership. And so mm -hmm. it is turning into a baked leadership concept, but it's not yet. Right. It's still sort of in the formative stages as we're figuring right. out what is authentic leadership. And one of the reasons why is because organizations want to know who cares about authentic leadership if it's not driving bottom line results. Mm -hmm. Right. If it's not getting us anywhere, if it's not improving morale. And that takes time, research and studies to be able to put that together to say, this authentic leader is able to get these types of results. And this person who is not authentic tends to get these type of results. So mm -hmm. that's where we're going with this. And that's why I think this is such an important time for us to be having this conversation um, yeah. around authentic leadership. Well, and I would, I would just jump into that. I hope that's okay. Um, Absolutely. Because the work that I'm doing right now around authentic leadership, it's really about self-management and self-regulation. What happens is that in the past, we would be telling people to check their emotions at the door. We don't really care. You know, you just come in, you do the job. That's traditional old school leadership. But as we have evolved and post COVID, as Roz was saying, connection is one of the top things right now that people are looking for. And how we do that, some of our leaders don't even know how to do that because they've been managing or leading through script. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is what I'm supposed to say. But when you are actually encouraging people to look within and be confident with who they are and they can regulate their emotions and, you know, because emotions can be like really great things for your business. It can actually multiply your, your, your results. Like I think the results were saying like four times the amount, but if people are not engaged, you're not going to get that. And I feel as though organizations, it's quite interesting, this conversation, because organizations have not tapped into the full potential of emotional intelligence and really getting people to step into who they are. So when you think of power play, uh, authentic leadership, I think of Martin Luther King, mm -hmm. I think Nelson Mandela, I think Gandhi, I think people that inspired and speak to your heart. And whoa, heart. Ooh, what are you saying that in business? What's wrong with you, Christina? Whoa, whoa. But the fact is you have human beings, not human doings. And once we start to kind of click that, then you can access a whole other world, which is super exciting for everyone that's actually in it. So I'll pause there. Mm, I love that. No, I, I think this is such an important conversation. And the leaders that you spoke of, they, yes, they were logic using sort of logic principles, but they spoke to your heart, right? Mm -hmm. There was a, this connection mm -hmm. that uh, that caused you to say, I think I know who they are, right? And that's authenticity. It's, mm -hmm. I think I know who you are and how you're going to show up. It doesn't mean I'm going to always like you. Doesn't yeah. mean I'm going to go like, uh, just jump for joy every time you make a decision. <laughs> it means that I know who, I, I know who you're, who I'm getting. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think of 
authentic leadership as congruence. When I think about authentic leadership, I think I know who I am. I know what my values are and I show up in that on a regular basis consistently. Authentic leadership is if I if I show up, if I know those values and let's say I I say, well, I believe one of my values is taking care of my people. Mm-hmm. But the first time in my organization a mistake happens, I'm throwing people under the bus. Right. It's not congruent. Yeah, right? yeah. it's not yeah. congruent with my stated It's not values. my fault. Yeah. Blame game. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't have it. Hot potato, hot potato. Your problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She did it, right? That's not that's not congruence and that's not authentic. So now mm-hmm. people are going, oh, well, she talks about caring for people, but when it really comes down to it, mm-hmm. she doesn't do that, right? So mm-hmm. I think there are so many ways and opportunities um, that if we're paying attention, we might be showing up incongruent in our lives. What you say you believe what you say is important to you should lead the way. So yeah. that's what I think of when I think of authentic leadership. Roz? Well, Rhonda, this is, this is what part of the, the problem was. There was a job description that we were given when we, when we came into whatever right. job it was. And that's all we could do. Mm. We could never say, I'm having a problem at home. We could never say, mm. I have to care for my mom. I could mm. never say, I'm still mourning the death of my mom. I need help. We could never say that before. Mm-hmm. And now with COVID and the great resignation, people realize they got options and opinions and voices. And all of this is making a difference now. Yeah. Because before we didn't have a voice to yeah. say how we felt. We had to only do what was on that paper and nothing more. Mm. But now COVID has shifted. It started a little bit before COVID, but COVID has really given us an opportunity to really be authentic and i turn the mic as they say mm-hmm. i turn the mic back over to you <laughs> that's really that's a really important point i'm going to come to you christina because i think you want to respond to that yeah um i want to i want to first say hello to a couple of folks out there hi michael michael found us michael we're all over the place aren't we so i'm so glad that you're keeping up with us michael said good evening ladies sometimes our parents and teachers have tried to mold us as we grew up and made it difficult for us to find our authenticity. Such an important point, Michael. We don't even know who we are, right? Because mm-hmm. we're busy emulating. We're busy. Um, I was talking to someone the other day and they said something really important. I think this was on Clubhouse. We were in this conversation and they were talking about our education system. And they mm-hmm. said, we don't have an education system. We have a regurgitation system. And yes. I was like, wow, how true. They don't teach you how to think about who you are, what's important to you, how that shows up in your life. They teach you, look at this paragraph, memorize it, and I'm going to test you on it. Mm-hmm. How? So where do you learn authenticity, right? So we'll come back to that. And I'm going to let Christina respond after this one more. Victoria says, how do you connect with the leader that doesn't regulate their emotions? So, mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, so Christina, I'll let you respond to that as you um, share your other thoughts. Yeah, guys, powerful shares. And you know what? This is why I really appreciate being here. This conversation is essential, to be honest. We haven't had this conversation. Now we're starting, you know, even for myself, I laugh at that teacher reference. I was told by the teacher, I was sharing my story in a in a paper that I wrote in high school um, after some incidents that happened. And I was told, well, this is unrealistic. This is not true. There is no way this could happen. I'm like, how is that possible? That's my story. 
and you're judging it through your lens because it didn't fit in a box. But guess what? When you bust open in the box, then you become a published author. That's a book where it's being sold all over the world. But you have to get to the point where you start to question and have your own self-awareness. That's the self-management, self-regulation. Start to really question a little bit further whether or not this is yours or is it something that you picked up along the way? That's mm -hmm. one. The other one I want to say Post-COVID, and this is something that just resonates in my ear, and I've been talking um, in some of our organizations and stuff, um, we have a duty to care about our people. And in my head, all I hear is duty to care, duty to care. So I, I implemented a um, just a, a workshop where I was having a conversation, and we were talking about self-care. You know, organizations don't really even think about that. They just expect people to come in, just deal with whatever's going on and leave. And I really think that, you know, the conversation I was having is that every single one of us should have a set self-care plan that we do never, we don't navigate from. And the reason why I say that is that work stresses will constantly happen. They'll influx, they'll come up and they'll come down. But if we're not watching, you can completely derail from yourself and have a greater impact on the business, right? Absolutely. You could become totally distressed, more emotional back to the question like you have no gauge of your emotions and the way that i look at it it's kind of like a gas tank when we're in a car and we see a gas tank like go on we know to get gas but we don't do that for ourselves emotionally mm. we'll let us run on fumes to the point we're ready to drop and organizations i think have an obligation because they create the space so what are you watching for as a leader how are you showing up as a leader? Are you leading by example? Are you being authentic and in your truth and being courageous? And that means being a little vulnerable and being okay if you are a little bit vulnerable, if you're not 100% one day. But right. be connecting with your people. I think that that's the piece that's really important. So, so I want to share just an example of that. Um, because everywhere I go now, I really try to bring into our conversation when I'm working with leaders, the piece on congruence, right? Mm -hmm. Let's look at your stated values as an organization. And then let's talk about, are we really living that? Or where's the gap, right? Where's mm -hmm. the opportunity? So before we do that, I want to say hi to Asma from LinkedIn. Hi there. It's great to see you. Thank you so much for tuning in. She's uh, one of uh, my newer connections. And she, for anybody out there, if you want a pencil, hand drawing. Asthma is amazing. If you go to her profile and look at her work, I guarantee you're going to want to purchase one of her drawings because she's incredible. So thank you so much um, for showing up. And then um, and then Victoria said, even though we drop, we continue to crawl. Absolutely. Let's pick that up on the other side of this, because first I want to get to our caregiver chronicles, because I think this speaks always when Roz does the caregiver car, uh, car chronicles. Um, today's episode, she's going to talk a little bit about self-care. So let's mm -hmm. pick this conversation up on the other side. This is Raj Jones with the Caregiving Car Chronicles. And today we're talking about self-care. As a caregiver, oftentimes we are told, if you can't get it right, done right, do it yourself. So we can't do that in caregiving because it will cause burnout. So what are some of the things that we can do for uh, to do self-care to make sure that we are taken care of? 
Number one, put fun things on your calendar. Always put something fun on there. I don't care what it is, something for you. Number two, uh, time block your calendar. You know, put try to put appointments together, give you enough time to get in between each one of the events. But block off times that you're gonna work, you're gonna rest. Number three, eat healthy. Number four, be realistic about what you can and can't do. And number five, my favorite, take a nap, honey. Yes, darling. <laughs> That's my favorite, take a nap. I'm Roz Jones, and I'm done with the Caregiving Car Chronicles. <laughs> I love that. I love that, taking a nap. Let me tell you something. Roz has been her authentic self. For years on this show, she has been talking about taking a nap. Anybody that watches this show regularly knows that Roz believes in naps. Now, me on the other hand, I'm like, if I take a nap, I will not sleep. At night, at night. I could do both, honey. I could look. I could stand. I could stand right here <laughs> and come back. That's awesome. Oh no, so so let's keep let's keep the conversation going now because um, I want to go back to let's see. I think it was Victoria um, in her last comment when she said sometimes um, even when we drop, we uh, continue to crawl. So my conversation that I have with leaders all the time after we go through this stuff and talk about the organizational goals, I always turn the attention to them. How are you mm -hmm. caring for you? Because mm, if, you, if you don't care for yourself well, you really are not showing up as good as you think that you are, right? You're not showing up as, as whole and complete as you think that you are. And so I was having this conversation with the team and I said, for instance, how many of you are working all weekend responding to texts all weekend, um, answering work emails all weekend and after hours. And particularly if the CEO sends you a, a email at 9 p.m., how many of you are responding to that at mm. 9 p.m., mm. right? And, and something interesting happened, right? The CEO said, well, I don't expect that. And I'm going, mm, right? Well, yeah, but, but yeah, you may not be expecting it, but that means that you're not being intentional about what you're doing because people yes. know who you are. Positional power matters. And this yes. is about us caring for each other. And so as we um, we have to build in the intentionality to make sure we are supporting and caring for each other. I had someone stop me on my way out and say to me, that's me. I'm yes. doing that. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm responding. I'm trying to always be there. And I said to them, right now, I want you to stop. I want you to stop. I don't want you to wait for anyone else. If the organization changes, amazing. That's great. But what if they don't? Mm -hmm. What if they don't? You can't be stuck in that because they are not changing. You have to take control of this right now. So, Christina? Yeah. I Well, there's so much there, right? Because what that is, what you, you gave her permission to be in alignment to her truth. Mm -hmm. Put everybody else to the side. Does this work for you or does it not? Does it like, are you putting undue expectations on yourself because of the organization? And does this work? Because our inner voice knows. Now I want to bring that into labels. Um, and I'll say it from being a working mom, a corporate working mom, balancing all this stuff. And you'd be quite surprised, like this label of super mom, and we could do it with anything. Okay, whatever label it may be, but I'm using it from a personal experience. It wasn't until I went on my authentic journey that I could really understand. I'm like, wow, 
I am causing myself more harm than anything. The idea of super mom, our society gives it like this boost up, like, wow, you're amazing. You can do this. You can balance the kids. You can go to the soccer games. You can do this and you can be in corporate in America and you can, you know, be a best friend and a great sister and whatever. So that's great. We, we build this into our psyche and then we think, oh, this is who I am. I am super mom. But what happens when these aren't realistic expectations for you to be in multiple places at once? you start beating yourself up, right? That Mm -hmm. self-limiting voice that we all have. And the reason why it's important, I'll tell you why, is that we all have that self-limiting voice. And it is quite critical if you are not in alignment to your true self. When you're in alignment to your true self, you can pause that voice. You can ask it whether or not it's true or not. You can like speak to yourself in a more compassionate and kind way. Like, hey, okay, it didn't work out this time, but don't worry. It doesn't make a big big difference. But if you're not in alignment, that voice will always make you feel small and that you will never be able to hit your full potential the way that you want to be able to hit it. And it's incredible when you understand that. So I'm going to use a quick example. My daughter um, was six at the time. She had a concert, a Christmas concert. And then she was speaking to me um, about the way she really needed me there. I had every intention of being there. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be here. And then I'm going to go into the office because I had senior leaders flying in from the U.S. and all this stuff. And she was quite emotional. And she was like, but I need you. And But in my mind, I hadn't shifted yet. And I was like sitting there going, yeah, I know you need, I know you need me, but mommy's got to work, right? That label. I got to work. I got to work. I'm so important. I got to be there. And then there was a tipping point where I was like, this doesn't matter. What does my inside voice say? What does my truth say? I got to be there for my kid. My kid is going to know I'm going to be, it's going to be in my life in the next 10 years. These people coming into my life from an organization perspective, why not? So I spent a wonderful day. The next day I go into work and, you know, members of my team met these leaders and I was like, hey, really apologize. And nobody cared. Nobody. They're like, yeah, that's cool. No problem. But the eye opener was that was me that was holding me back. That was me that had that self-limiting belief. Think about that. Every single one of us has these undue expectations that we don't listen to ourselves. We listen to external and you could be really hurting yourself in the end. So I'll pause there. Yeah, I want to get Roz to react to that because so many times, Roz, I think it is us. It is all the head talk that's happening, that's holding us back, that keeps us from showing up as our authentic self. I want to, I want to go back to the point to where you said that you had acknowledged this young lady's emotions. A lot of times in the workplace, we couldn't show emotions. Mm. You know, and so a lot of that stuff was internalized. It, it led to depression. It led to a lot of things, stress, a, a whole lot of stuff. And now it's okay to say, I'm not feeling it today. Yeah. It's okay to say, leave me alone. <laughs> it's okay to say, get out of my face. You know what I'm it's, okay, it's okay to say, let's practice social distancing for a couple of days. <laughs> You know me. Give me six feet, honey. Realistically, so I don't go to jail. You don't get hurt. 
I don't go to jail. You don't get hurt. That's classic. <laughs> but but before, people used to be scared to, yes. to do that, to acknowledge that. And that's so important. Now, so when you told her to say stop, and I know what was in her face, God, somebody finally recognized, somebody finally is helping me mm-hmm. get past. And sometimes it only takes one person to say a few words. You don't even have to have a solution. Just your presence and listening yeah. is so important. And, and, and I wanted to say that because a lot of times we'll skip over that. But what Rhonda did was so significant. And if all of us, sometimes you don't have to, in caregiving, sometimes I don't even have to say anything. All I have to do is hold someone's hand. Mm-hmm. That's all they want. Mm-hmm. That's wow. all they want. And what you did was you held that woman's hand. You know, you didn't judge her. You didn't say, okay, you need some medication. You need all you did was, was just say, let's take a pause. And that is so important mm-hmm. with leadership. Sometimes we're so busy lead. You're so busy leading, but you won't feed them. Mm-hmm. And if they're not fed, they can't be led. I turn it back over to Rhonda. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Roz. No, it's really important. Um I just have this passion for this and, and it's a, um, it's risky, right? It's risky. When I go into organizations, there are some senior teams that might go, um, we did not bring you here to to tell our leaders not to work so hard, right? Um, that's not really the purpose of me being there, but it is a part of my authentic self. And so mm-hmm. if I'm going to show up, I'm showing up as that. And it is what it is. And I'll navigate those waters. And I'm happy to have those conversations to help people understand why I do that. So David is out there. David says, self-care is your best best health care. David, yes. absolutely. What are we doing when we're not caring our, for ourselves and we're prioritizing work and everyone else over our well-being? Really, what are we doing? I, I'm over that. I, I did that for so many years. I'm so over it. Um, David says inner voice. Yes. Yes. And then, um, Victoria said, Christina, we start thinning out emotionally and physically. I love this conversation. I'm so glad that you're able to tune in Victoria. We're happy to have you here. Hi, Maria. Great to see you. Maria is here joining us from the Netherlands. Uh, Maria tunes in, uh, frequently and contributes to the show. Really appreciate you. And Michael says authentic people are not always great leaders, but great leaders are always authentic. Oh, oh, so, okay. So let's, all right, hold on. You just started a whole thing. Michael, just like you to start, come on this show and start stuff, right? So you always, because that's important. Um, yes, people, just because you're being authentic doesn't make you a good leader, right? Mm-hmm. That alone will not make you a good leader. So I'm going to talk about that. But first, I want to make sure we go to the greatness minute because, and then I'm going to tie these together. So Marae was not able to join us today. She had family stuff happening. But we're still going to play her greatness minute and we'll talk and we'll tie these two together right after this. Everyone, this is Mariah, the greatness engineer, with you today. Uh, today we're go- we're going to talk about the words, the importance of words when it comes down to greatness. Do you know that you are where you are because of the word that you use? Do you have, you know, an idea of how those words are impacting your life? But the good news is, you know, by 
choosing the right words, you can actually bring greatness into your life because words are prophesizing everything that's going to happen in your life. So make sure you mind the word that you use because those words are going to create the greatness or are going to destroy everything that you have uh, built so far. So I encourage you to uh, to speak to existence, you know, the right world to help you to step into your greatness and to help you to step into your power, to help you to vibrate higher because it's all about high energy. That's where the greatness is. So I'm going to leave you with this message today. Mind your words and make sure that you speak positive words and you speak words that's good, that are going to bring high energy into your life. Thank you for being with us today, today and see you next week. Okay, so I love that and I love the connection to this conversation. Mm -hmm. Let me share how I wanted to bring this together because Michael's last comment was about, you know, you can be authentic and still not be great, but great leaders are always authentic, right? So just alone being authentic. Um, probably a year ago, I did a, a short video and it's on YouTube and it says, um, authenticity is not the most important characteristic of a leader. It is important, but there are other characteristics that are also important. What Mireille is saying about your words and how you speak those words, listen, let me be real clear, people, everybody out there watching, you can be authentically awful, okay? You, you can be authentically awful. It is the only time that I encourage leaders not to be authentic. If you're awful, okay, don't be that. Then you need to fake it till you make it. You need to figure out who else to show up as so that you minimize damage while you are doing your work to really uncover the inner you that's not awful. Because of what, what you have um, practiced for so long is the habit of being awful, the habit of disrespecting people, the habit of micromanaging, the, the habit of speaking words that are hurtful to people without, without being um, conscious of their feelings. If that is the habit that you've developed, it has become authentic to you, but no, don't be that. So I don't know, Christina, what do you yeah. think? Is that, what do you think about that? Yeah, so it, it's funny because it's around definition. I totally agree with the idea of the power of your words. Um, and authenticity, like for me, is an alignment to your true self. If you are in alignment with your true self, you're operating from a place of love. So that's compassion, empathy, kindness, appreciation, gratitude. Those are all high vibrational space. So you're communicating in that way. You're connecting with others in that way. But when we're talking about authentic uh, like authentic lower vibrational if you go down the scale you're operating in judgment fear criticism jealousy all that jazz so those people that are communicating in that space that is not authenticity that is them feeling the need that they can just say whatever they want to say because if we are operating in our truest place we will always be operating from a place of empathy and those people, when they're speaking, they're not operating from a place of empathy. It's almost like a place of ego where they feel as though they can say what they want to say and everyone's got to listen. That is not their truest self. But it's the conversation that needs to happen so people can understand that there is a difference. It is not, hey, I'm authentic and you need to listen to me. I'm like, no, no. Everybody who is truly in alignment will always proceed with kindness. So mm. I'll pause there.
I love that. So Roz, I feel a little bit like, where's the role of social media in this? Because I feel like there's a lot of this happening on social media where people are able to just say things um, that I'm sure is not really in alignment with their authentic self, right? Mm -hmm. If they're in touch with that deeper, uh, more compassionate part of themselves, but um, in this, in the social media world, we just are we've gotten accustomed to saying things. And is that authentic? No, because you're trying to get the attention on social media that you're not getting mm. personally. That's that's just why Joe was talking. Mm. Because I this is me. I use my social media to impact and to inform. Mm. See, there's a difference. Mm -hmm. There's a difference. There there's a huge difference now. When you get on there, they're doing the hoochie coochie and back that thing up and all of that. You know, <laughs> like hot. Yeah. That's because you missing something in your house and you missing something in yourself. Mm. You have low self-esteem, low confidence. and all. We, it, That's my personal opinion. That's not Rhonda Jones, coffee with Rhonda, leadership with the grind, Christina, and ain't none of their opinion. So don't email them. You can call me because I can handle it. Mm. I'll handle it. But, but at the end of the day, once that 30 seconds of fame is over what do you do mm -hmm. what do you do see when when i die my social media is going to be a legacy it's not going to be a hot funky mess mm. and so when i post i post intentionally mm -hmm. with that all the time you know so i you know i don't get on there with you know all that other stuff so social media can be used for good and bad mm. but at the end of the day when I start doing my research, am I going to research for hoochie coochie or I'm going to research for a caregiver? <laughs> All right, Jones, I'm done speaking. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I would like to, I'll add to that when we're ready. No hoochie coochie here. <laughs> Thank oh you, Christine. Goodness. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. We just going to leave the hoochie coochie right there. And um, Regina says, okay, Ross, this dropped in my spirit. If they are not fed, they cannot be led. Mm. No, seriously. Right. That is such, that was such a great line, Roz, because um, that is true. And we forget that leaders are people too. Right. Mm -hmm. Leaders, we're just all people showing up every day trying to do our best. So it's really important. So um, Maria says to Michael, really great point. And then Michael said, thank you. Look, a whole love fest conversation going on here. It's wonderful. Tahusby says, loving this. My dad taught us critical thinking, not my school teacher. So important. Right. We learn we learn a lot from at home. Um, even when we're not trying to teach, we are teaching because people are watching and absorbing um, us. And then Regina says, Rhonda, wow, people can be authentically awful. <laughs> Thank you for making us all aware. I will put this in my toolbox and remember that it is me um, that must mentally change. You've got to know who you are, right? In order, but that's where the work begins. And I want to talk strategy um, in just a moment, right? We're going to talk about how do we... Um, how do we become more authentic? Not only in leadership, but it has to start in life. For so many years, I didn't feel like I could show up as my authentic self. And a lot of it was in my head, mm -hmm. right? I think no one said, right? For anyone out there that is feeling like you're not showing up as, as your full authentic self, did anyone say that to you? Did anyone say, hey, don't bring your full authentic self here, right? Nobody says that. But there's a reason why we feel like we can't do that. Often it's fear-based. 
right? Mm -hmm. Often it's judgment based. If I show up as my real me, what are they going to think of me? And and what are they going to say? And is that what a leader is? Am I, I going to fit the mold? All of that. So there is an element of psychological safety that needs to take place in order for people to feel like they can show up um, as a, their full and authentic self. So I want to share with you um, this quote. Let's see. And then I want to talk strategy. What can we do to be our full authentic Right. What can we do? So let's just do a quick round robin. Roz, give me one tip that you would give to folks that would help them show up more authentically, whether in life or leadership. I could care less what other people say. That's my tip. <laughs> okay. Right? That's half the battle. If you if you're already there, my friend, that is amazing because then it you're taking and then you're going to do things that bring you joy high vibrational space right in alignment to your truth yeah. and Love it's not that. easy to get there no thank you christine thank you christine because people tell me to dial it back no never back. so if thank anybody you. listens here like please and i know that this is this is a big one for me we are a beautiful light and our entire life we get told how to dim you're too much of this. Whoa, easy there. You're too nosy. You're too loud. You're too this. Tell them all to fly a kite. You are meant to shine as bright as possible because that is your purpose. That is when you are in alignment to your personal truth is when you are shining. If other people don't like it, that, that's on them. And usually that's a reflection because they're not shining. So they try to knock down others. There is a saying, those that resent are those that cannot do what you do. But do not sit there and dim who you are because you have a greater purpose here. So I just want to make sure that we're super clear. With oh, that. I need I need that quote, Christine. Please, please inbox me about that <laughs> no. dimming thing. That thing you yeah. just said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I'm say Christine I, I said love, it. <laughs> I love it because so for me it was um, you're too ambitious, mm. right? You're too mm. ambitious. How are you going to find a man? Well, if mm -hmm. I can't find yes. a man that can handle this beautiful, powerful woman, then he's not a man for me. It's okay. Mm -hmm. I'm good. Mm -hmm. Right. But I will never dim my light again yes. uh, for anyone. A and I did that for some, for enough years and it just feels icky, right? It feels, it doesn't feel good. It feels awful. And so, um, man, this is a good conversation, but we got to pause for a minute because okay. we got something to do. We got to do our top two. Okay. So are y'all ready for the top two question? Um, yeah. All right. So everybody out there, get ready to share your top two. Let's do our little intro. And then I will give you the top two question when we come back. All right. So the top two question for today is what are your top two favorite desserts? 
What are your top two favorite desserts? Type it in the comments if you're out there listening, watching. Oh, and have you shared the video yet? This is a good one, people. Please share this video. There is someone that would like to hear it. So what are your top two favorite desserts? All right, who's going first on this one? <laughs> that must mean you, Christina. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like fruit flans. Do you know what <laughs> I know it's so weird. It's nothing exciting, but I like it with all the fresh fruit and the custard and whatever. So that's my top one. I get it on my birthday. Okay. And the other one is tiramisu. It's that coffee taste. Mm. So I'm very happy. Those are my two. Thank you. <laughs> oh, awesome. Okay. Tiramisu and fruit flan. Okay. Fruit flan. I know everyone's like, what? I'm like, <laughs> I like, that's all you I like it. And and that's your full authentic self. So it's yeah. okay. <laughs> All right, Roz, what, what, what are your top two favorite desserts? One of them I can't say, but the other one. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> All right. Okay. The other one, the other one that I can say is I like a good slice of New York style cheesecake mm, with good. caramel dripped all over with strawberries. Thing. Mm. That's pretty good. That's yum, yum, yum. Oh, we're going to have to talk about that first one. We'll do that off air. Yeah, the second one. And, 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 yeah, mm -hmm, yeah, off the air. Mm -hmm. Off the air. <laughs> 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 okay. So my top two desserts are. Um, Carrot cake, oh. right? I'm not even a big cake or pie eater, but if I have to eat any, it's a good moist carrot cake. Mm. And then my mm. second one would, because I'm not really a huge dessert person, but my second one would probably be um, butter pecan ice cream. Mm. So I like that too. All right, so let's see who's saying what out there. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, oh, hold on, Victoria had a comment. Victoria said, um, everyone needs to hear this. You are a light and don't allow others to dim you. For me, it was you asked too many questions mm -hmm. and you are too direct. Victoria, mm -hmm. thank you. You're right. Everyone does need to hear this. David said they can put, they can put on a <laughs> date. Yeah, yeah, I wish I had my sunglasses here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Totally. Michael said, put your whole self in, put your whole self out, be authentic and twist and shout. I'm sure that's not how you said it, Michael. I just threw that part in. So, um, and then Regina said, hashtag no hoochie coochie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You guys are hilarious. Regina said, Christina, yes. When they say you are to this and that, we can't dim our light from them uh, for them. So yeah, people are getting a lot out of this. So Michael says his top two desserts are strawberries with cream and uh, strawberries with cream. And number two, brownies with vanilla ice cream and chocolate syrup. David said bean pie and non-dairy ice cream. Mm. All right. Regina said chocolate cheesecake and anything with blueberries, which is her favorite fruit, even blueberry pie. And then David says, carrot cake with black walnuts. Yum. Mm -hmm. Look, I'm going to get hungry. Um, like, I can eat all of them, really. All of okay. those. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. It's like, whatever you put, honestly, I'm here. We can eat all of them. All right. All so them. as we get ready, um, we're going to be doing our wrap-up soon. And I want to, in our um, in our 
takeaways. Let's do a couple more first, a couple more strategies for folks. So Christina, what's a strategy that people can use to show up more authentically? So I, I would say there's a couple of things that I just want people to walk away with. Your number one job, if anything, is to be aligned with yourself. Don't worry about anybody else. Constantly, because we get challenged all the time, it being at work, with our families and whatever, how they're feeling, what's going on. If you are in high vibrational space and you're operating from a place of love and compassion, all the pieces will fall into place. The reason why this is important to understand is that in order to get to that place, you have to have compassion for yourself and love for yourself. So what do you do? Like for me, I wake up at 5 a.m., whatever time that is, you know, that self-care time, and I journal or I meditate. So meditation is something that really intimidates people at first because they're like, I can't do this and I'm getting all this. Do not worry about that. Start with one minute, then move into two minutes. The intention around it is about stillness to get your mind to still so you can start listening to that inner voice and listen to those questions that may pop up. What I do in particular is I'll meditate and then I will journal after. Because if you have a question, if something is bothering you, ask it in the meditation for a minute, two minutes, whatever you're ready at, and then journal after. And you'll be surprised. This is how you're reconnecting with yourself and you're listening to that inner guidance. So I will pause there. Hmm. I really love that. Um, really being able to listen to your inner guidance and, um, and, and paying attention. I think it's, I think for me, it begins the 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 place i would begin with becoming more authentic is self-discovery mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. it's really understanding who you are and your impact in the world so it's not enough so hear me hear me out on this people it's not enough to know i know who i am yeah, okay exactly. that's great that's exactly. a great start however how do you impact the world how do you impact others when you walk into the room, when you show up, when you're in conversations, when you're on the phone, when you are doing whatever you're doing, how are other people affected by your presence? Mm -hmm. That's a part of self-awareness that we often miss, right? It's great to know who you are, but you also have to understand your impact on the world and on those around you, particularly in leadership. But mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter. This is not about leadership. This is just about life. Mm -hmm. Right. So how do you impact your sisters and your family and your cousins and your best friend who calls you and wants just an ear to, you know, really kind of unload a little bit because they've had a tough day? Are you taking over? Are you trying to are you being there for them? Are you you, you not have right? How how do you impact others? So I think that's one tip in terms of starting and you the place to begin with that is just by getting quiet listening not only to yourself but the feedback around you people are giving you feedback 365 days a year are you paying attention are you paying attention because when you walk in the room and someone walks the other way when you come in and people put their head down as a leader when you do rounds and everyone scatters that is feedback that means that your impact is probably not what you want it to be so I'm going to pause can there. I, yes. Can I add to that? Because I think that there's one more. For Okay, the journey is more of a journey backwards into who you are, things that give you joy and happiness. And when I remember that, again, that light again, what, what is that? And that's why the silence is important. But this, I'll give you a, a gift right now. 
when you are in a work setting or if you're with your friends and family and you get triggered, lean into it because that's where you need to do the work. Because once you start leaning into it and asking yourself, what is this about? Is this and journal if you want, is this about now or did this happen in grade three? Or did my dad say something back and you're still holding on to that emotion? That is telling you that something needs to be released because it's blocking the alignment. And how do I know that? Because you got mad about it. Once you release it, then you can be in alignment to that top place, that true self, so you can start doing your thing. So triggers are a gift. I'll pause there. Mm, I love it. I love it. So, so many of us don't do the work that comes when when that trigger happens, mm -hmm. right? The question is why? So there's a saying in our emotional intelligence world when we're operating in that space, and we mm -hmm. say highly high emotional intelligence people don't get offended easily, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's not mm -hmm. because things aren't happening around them. It exactly. is because they are so comfortable and confident in who they are, they don't need to react to that, right? They've mm -hmm. done the work. They understand that, you know what? Yeah, this person might have said this, but it really doesn't. How does that change who I am? Mm -hmm. If they call me lazy, am I lazy? Yeah. Right. Am I? Lazy? Oh. Well, that's feedback for me. Thank you for sharing <laughs> it. But moving on. Right. Yeah. And so high emotional intelligence people are not easily offended um, mm -hmm. for a reason. Right. That's a good place to start. So where are you being triggered? Love that, Christina. So mm -hmm. we're going to move into our wrap up. Can't believe it's been an hour already. <laughs> The show always goes way too fast. The conversations are amazing. So as we are um, moving to wrap up, we are going to basically ask the question of what do we put in your cup today, right? What do we put in your cup today that you are walking away from mm -hmm. in either your personal or your professional life? Please type that in the comments. What are you taking away from this situation and this conversation today? And how will it change how you lead? How will it change how you show up, right? I think these shows are great, but I want to make a difference in people's lives, right? Mm -hmm. That's why we show up and come here every single day, not just to laugh and have coffee, which is, you know, pretty cool too. But <laughs> in addition to that, right? In addition to that, we want to make a difference for you. So drop in the comment what you're taking away from this conversation. And when we come back um, from our little um, outtake here, we're going to leave our final thoughts um, for everyone out there watching. Okay, so the first thing is, Roz, did you bring your juice with you? Yes. Okay, good. Because <laughs> we got to hold up our, our doomahickeys before I forget that. Hold on. I need to change the view on this because I don't like it. There. Got it. Thank you. Oh, it's such a good photo. I love it. I'm going to share it as I know. I'll send it to you. I'll send yes, it to the other Check it out. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. we do our final rounds and um, we'll say, you know, what did we leave in your cup? Roz, let's start start with you. Two things. W one comment was from the from the audience when the, I don't know who said it, that mm -hmm. self-care is health care. That was number one. Mm -hmm. And one. then Christina said, don't dim your light. Don't dim your light. So if you don't like my light, you just need to disconnect. And I'm done speaking. <laughs> yes. 
So yes. Powerful. Thank you so, so much, Roz. Amazing. Yes, Christina, tell us what you want folks to walk away with in this conversation. And then also share um, how people can learn about where to buy your books. Yeah. Sure. Um, I think the part that really speaks to me is creating the space for these conversations to happen because people are not alone. It's, it's about the personal explorer. Um, and the more we have conversations and we can be relating to each other and we're using our voice and understanding that there's so much depth to this, you know, for so long, we look external for everybody to tell us who we're meant to be. Let's, let's go hold hands like the collective and kind of start looking inside and see what these amazing lights that are going to come and shine bright in different ways, because we're all unique and special, but we, we've been conditioned to be more of the same. So it's conversation, get on more conversations, um, with multiple people and just be a little more vulnerable and it's okay to be in alignment in your truth because we need to hear it. So I'll leave it with that. And I guess to find me, I have all the socials. I'm on Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, but on Instagram, I share daily tips and tricks to get better in alignment to your authentic self. And, you know, I have my website, but I am also thinking that um, if you're interested, I'm willing to do, you know, five free signed copies of my book. If you Instagram me and you say, hey, I saw you on the show. And um, I'll definitely uh, get something out to you. So I'll stop there. Thank you so much, Rhonda. You're welcome, Christina. It's been a pleasure having you. You know, I I really love this conversation around authentic leadership because I think it's one that is really needed and very important for us. And I think um, one of the things that I would like people to walk away with from this conversation is you got to do the work. Mm, you got to do the work because we're not taught authenticity. Mm -hmm. We're not taught how to be authentic leaders. So for us to just say, be authentic yeah. is a little bit disingenuous, right? Because it's work. There's work behind it. And that, mean, that means to me that there's a process, but it, it's doable, right? Mm -hmm. and, and our journey, if you lean into that, if you start uncovering areas in your life where you feel a little icky or, or mm -hmm. um, incongruent or whatever that is, and you do that work, what an amazing gift to give to yourself, right? Amazing gift to yourself. So I think that's what I would have people leave with. Final closing comments from the audience. This is your last chance. If you're out there, want to leave a comment, this is the last chance. Um, Regina says, Lord, help me, Christina. Do not make me do it. Okay, I will learn to lean into the trigger to yes. promote healing of past trauma. Yes, I promise you. I promise you, you will be so amazed at yourself. I am. Yeah. One Christina, thing I just ahead. want to say about that is that it's not about reliving it. It's about how you feel about it in the current moment in order to do you have shame around it? Do you fear it? Do what? And then you release it. So I'm sorry. I just want to make sure people understand that because sometimes. Yeah, that no. Thank you. David said his takeaway is uh, to be authentic and empowering. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so important for us to. Um, be able to do that work. And by the way, Roz, when you said, who said earlier that um, um, self-care is healthcare, it is, that was David. Mm. 
Uh, Mom said, great show as usual. Loved it. Thank you. Thank you. And David said, it's a process, peeling off the layers. Regina said, great show, ladies. Yes, Rhonda, we have to do the work. And then David says, finally, mental and emotional release. So everyone out there watching, thank you so much for joining us. It has been a pleasure to be here another week with you, to share with you, to laugh with you, to gain insight, learn, and to be empowered. We're here to help you lean above the lead above the grind. If you keep joining us, we're going to get you there, right? With amazing guests. So Christina, thank you so much for being here. So for all of my um, my guests and my uh, and Miss Roz, stay tuned for just a moment while we let everyone go for this week. And everybody, we will see you back here next week. Same time, same station for another episode of the Coffee with Rhonda show.